Love Talk Radio. Once again, as it's part two of the All-In Weekend Recap, I'm Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. Hey, brother. My name's Clark Lawrenson the first. And we were all in. We were all in. You were at StarCast. I, I did well. StarCast. You did uh, All In. Uh, we had second row. Kind of. And, uh, yeah, good times. We, we started this show earlier in the week. But, of course, we had uh, the Chicago Bears playing. Uh, yeah, that evening. NFL Week 1, Daily Fantasy as well. But, yeah, the optimism for the Chicago Bears was great. First half was well. Oh, what a beautiful start. Man. Yeah. Well, well, we'll talk about that next week on the football yeah. show. Because tonight it's all about StarCast All-In. Last one we left you off, I was meeting uh, Sean Mooney. Yeah. Uh, one thing, Al. Uh, last week, you uh, what you did was you you took the listeners and you put them in their in your back pocket. You brought them into Starcast. Right. That's what you did. And I enjoyed talking with you because you brought me into Starcast with you, as well. Uh, one thing that you were talking about there right after Mooney was how a gal was it in that line? No, a guy in line for a gal in line for somebody else. Yeah. Some. Uh, for Okada, she wanted she you wanted to, me to you film to her blog going in Okada. You're not a guy who does that kind of thing. Like you're, well, you're, you're not a guy for the the filming. Things look you, very strict, and you could get thrown out. And I don't want to be the guy like, uh, you know, hey, you can't film as I'm filming her going up. Be like, hold on, buddy, hold on. Or okay, and I put it down, and then next thing you know, this girl's, uh, you know, got me on Twitter, blowing me up, saying uh, horrible things about me. Well, I I had wrangled the conversation back into the to the Mooney thing, but one thing that you had mentioned, and and I while listening to the playback and those listeners who listened to play, part one, you mentioned a Kevin Nash incident that was similar to that, but you didn't get a chance to jump into it. So I wanted to hear about that. I know we could get to that later because you are going to talk about your Kevin Nash thing, but oh, you want a little taste of the Kevin Nash? Yeah, there was something with the camera. Somebody got kicked out. So we were we're having sort of thing. we're having dinner. It's a, it's a twelve person. It's like the size of this kitchen, Clark. There's a conference table in the center, okay. and there's chairs all around the con- conference table, and there's not a lot of room. Right. Right. And Kevin Nash is sitting at the head of the table. And uh, so the, those tubs over there, uh, what is that, about five yards? Yeah, sure. That's five where Kevin away. Nash is sitting. Where right. you're sitting was I was sitting. Okay. Scott Hall, I sat next to him because I, I knew where like to sit room, at that right? point. Like a right? Like the yeah. office Scott room. Exactly. Okay. Uh, you knew where Scott Hall I knew be. how to be his right-hand man. Nice job. Well done. Anyways. So um, we're sitting in there. Now this is like, it's still very kind of uncomfortable. We're getting started. And Kevin Nash is kind of kicked back in that chair. And uh, I don't know, he was telling a story or he was looking at his phone, one of the two. And a guy comes in and starts uh, just snapping pictures. He's like, hey, hey, man, who are you? No kidding. And the guy's like, oh, I'm here, you know, for uh, the event. I'm here to take uh, some pictures of the, uh, the, you know, what's happening. Sure. And he's like. Well, who are you with? I mean, what is this? He's like, right. oh, well, Conrad wants me to do it. Oh, so Conrad wants you to do it. Right. Well, you know, you could say something. He's like, yeah, well, uh, I just, you know, the guy, the kid starts kind of being a smart ass. Okay. And then Kevin Nash starts getting a little pissy and being a smart sure. ass back. Of course. 
And then, uh, you know, and then like, I guess he's leaving. He's like, or I could stand up and kick your ass. Wow. Okay. So shit got real. Yeah. Yeah. He Did got it get a little... real or kind of jokingly, but it was, it was, it was tongue in cheek, but it was also like, but it was like, dude, yeah, you're disrespecting yeah. me. Quit right being an now. asshole. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Was, yeah, well, was, was Nash being kind of an asshole or was Nash like, Hey, nobody ever told me about pictures, man. Nash, he's very hard to describe his personality. Okay. He's very cool. Like he's very much like the guy you see on TV. Like, like he, you know, like he demands a level of respect, but like he's laid back, but you're not sure if you're going to cross the line with the guy or, um, cause he, he does seem like the kind of guy who would give you shit back if if you were to say something to him, yeah. you know, but, yeah. uh, all right. Yeah. We'll get to the Nash. I'm with you. We'll yeah. Get to the Nash of course. Dinner. No, I, that was very interesting. I just caught that. And, and, and the contrast between the dinner with Scott Hall is, is pretty cool too. What's that? The contrast of the difference between Scott Hall and Kevin All Nash. Right. I'm excited about that. So Mooney happened, which was fantastic. Your your promo was yeah, great. a lot of fun. I love Sean Mooney. Sure, it was great to see basically the same promo cut on the All In pay per view with <laughs> Sean Mooney. <laughs> um, I had gone to the bathroom when that started. Did he do the interview with uh, Hangman? No, with, with Aldis. Kenny. Wasn't oh, Aldis. Aldis. That's right. That's right. I yeah, saw, yeah. I caught it on the playback. That's cool. That's very cool. Uh, does Moody have one promo in his back pocket and that's it or? Yeah. I mean, that's his style. I mean, that was a, like, you know, if you went with me and Gene, he'd be like your best buddy. Okay. Hi pal, my dear personal friend, Al Archer. But you he know. was more tongue in cheek looking at the audience a little bit. Yeah. That was, tongue, like, that was his hey. bit. Yeah. Like I know right. you didn't watch a lot of Sean Moody. No, no. I, I missed a lot of them. Yeah. You, I mean, he was kind it of was a sarcastic flash. wink at the wink at the audience a little bit, kind of. His yeah, his backstage interviews are like that. He did a lot in the event center, like the ESPN TV's behind him. Yeah, him. and he's like coming this that. week to Chicago, you know, Rosemont Horizon, see so and so, and then they'd play like little little clips of him doing interviews, and that's how they sold tickets. Um. So now shit gets really like complicated. What day are we at? We're on. Uh, we're at Friday. All right. So I have dinner with Kevin Nash at 6.30. It's like noon right now, and I've had zero sleep. Like literally an hour and a half of sleep. Because you came in there Thursday night. I just didn't sleep, yeah. Okay. I didn't sleep during the day. Like, it's just, there was no sleep. So I'm really tired at this point. And uh, I try to go upstairs to get some sleep. That's not happening. Um, so then I end up downstairs, and uh, now, now is like the start of the lines. And uh, the first one was uh, War Games. Or no, no, no. At first I met... Um, was it Haku in the family? Yeah. I went to meet Dutch Mantel and I couldn't find him. Okay. This was one of those deals where there was just... Sometimes there was mass confusion of what room, who was in what, what this line okay. was for. There was a lot of, like, no help there. Okay. So, but people figured it out. Again, year one. So... Um, I can't find Dutch Mantel, so I'm like, all right, well, I want to do the firing squad. I want to meet Haku and the ki- the boys. Sure. They're really good in New Japan right now. They're fun. Um, you know, they're badasses. And they give the finger to the camera a lot. So I was, like, hoping right. to do a little finger shot there. So I wait, and it was, it was a long line. And uh, it's it wasn't moving or was moving. It wasn't moving. No, it was moving. 
It was moving, so I waited in line. I get up there. It's like an hour. <laughs> yeah. Now, according to the ticket, there there were different kinds of like meet and greets. There were dudes at tables. You had you there'd be like a handler by them, and you'd be like, "Hey, what's the deal with Slaughter?" You know, oh, he's you know this you know fifty for autograph and picture, thirty for just a photo, yeah. twenty for just an autograph. All right. And you know you pay the guy and you go up there. Then there were things I purchased ahead of time. That were very Conrad Thompson-esque laid out. Like, here's what the picture is going to be. It's going to be these guys behind this backdrop. Okay. You know, and the, they, okay. you're going to have one thing signed. Gotcha. One thing was just set up like at an indie wrestling show where there's some yeah. somebody's over in the corner signing shit. They have their merch. Right. Right. The other part is Conrad with a set for your stuff. Like he's selling. He's selling you something. Right. And those guys are in special rooms. Right, like they're not like they're in the, the smaller conference. Rooms. Yeah, because you have to in have a ticket to center. get in yeah. to access them, where the mm-hmm. other ones you don't. So, anyways, uh, I I finally get up there and Haku's kid, uh, Tommy Tonga, Tommy Tonga. Which one's Tommy Tonga? Guy on the left or right in your picture? Uh, the guy the farthest to the uh, left. Hey, and if you want to follow along, hit up Al's uh, Instagram page. He's at Larcher Than Life at L A R C H E R T H A N L I F E. That's larger than life. Uh, that's what I'm looking at here. Which one is he? Well, now now that you mentioned that, I could just do the same thing. Oh, know? here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you could look right here. Yeah. The one on the right. Okay. The one yeah. with the gray in the beard sitting down. Gotcha, gotcha. So he comes up and, like, you know, his character in uh, in New Japan is he's just a dick. Yeah. Like, the, all the G1, he was causing uh, commotion and, and disqualifications and ruining the thing. But basically, he was giving everyone a night off. Okay. Which was cool. Sure. So... You know, like, they're the, they're the ones they change the swearing rules because of pretty much. Oh, I got yeah. you. They're just like, fuck this, Which fuck that. people still kind of ignore? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I saw a Japanese wrestler where the president was sitting ringside. This was three nights ago. Uh-huh. And he walks up to him and he just gives him a finger to the face. That's so they're amazing. all doing it. Wow. I, I don't get That's it. That's hilarious. But, um, and the dude who did it is basically the Japanese Miz. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. Uh... uh yeah, so I go up there and the dude, you know, I set down the the autograph book and he's like, "Oh man, it's an extra twenty dollars." I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, we're gonna, we, we'll sign our eight by ten, but anything anything other than that is is twenty dollars." And he's also selling T-shirts, right? Which no one else is in these private ones. Well, right. that's not true. I guess I guess there was one or two, so I'll take that one back. Uh, but yeah, so I'm like. Yeah, what am I going to do? Like, I want to get this signed. It's Haku. Uh, he's a legend. So, yeah, it's it's basically, if you remember Haku, who's known in wrestling as the yeah. baddest man on the planet. Right. Meng for the WCW. Meng, fans. yeah. It, backstage, they said if there was a bar fight, it doesn't matter, MMA fight or whatever, in a bar fight, that guy will kick your ass. Right, right, exactly. His life story is really interesting, too. You know, he was a sumo wrestler. He was basically taken from the island of Tonga. No joke. Like, <laughs> he was amazing. recruited to be a sumo wrestler in Japan and then ended up becoming a pro wrestler. Brilliant. So, so yeah, besides that, they were really cool. Like, they, they were cool guys. Sat down, you know, they gave you the attitude, got the picture. That That was fine. That was the start of my long lines. Like, okay. That was the first time I felt a long one. Then the next one was War Games. J.J. Dillon, Lex Luger, Tolly Blanchard, and Animal. So the old guys from your little TV show. Uh-huh. Uh, these guys did like the, uh, didn't they do a panel about it, but this was just a meet and greet you did? Right. Okay. Yeah, every panel had a, an attached meet and greet, which okay. were, were like the main room sellers. Gotcha. So Lex, Lex looks pretty good for being in a wheelchair. 
Yeah, his story's really fucked up. You know, if you don't know who he was, he was the narcissist Lex Luger. He really jacked dude. All American Lex Luger. Yeah. Scott Hall or the total package for the WCW fan. Scott Hall, both of them, both Kevin Nash and Scott Hall kind of talked about him being kind of a light puncher. Really? Yeah. Huh. Like, uh, I think Scott Hall's exact word was, uh, you know, look like Tarzan, punch like Jane. Okay. He's like, that's the problem with being, because he was talking about Nick Aldis, I think. Oh, because when you're that big of a person, like, you... You can't the hit that crowd hard because expects, it'll somebody. The crowd expects you to kill the guy, to be able to punch right. like they're good, and they just couldn't throw good punches. Right. They needed to throw better work punches, and they didn't. So mm-hmm. when you're throwing a shitty punch and you're that big, it takes a lot of mystique away from you. It's just the psychology of wrestling. Sure. And they sure. were both really – both of those guys talked him up, you know, well, so they weren't, like, shitting on him, but – yeah, so he was there, but he he was on a plane one day, and, and something in his neck, and he ended up having a stroke, and he became completely paralyzed from the neck down. And uh, I guess he's recovered a little bit. He can yeah. kind of walk now. Okay, that's um, good. But I don't uh, think very much. Animal's got the face paint on, of course. Animal has a face paint on. That says it ain't makeup. Yeah. Face paint. It's face paint. Perfect. And, uh, and then the other guy's looking very... Yeah, Tolly Blanchard from the glass. Brain Busters. Yep. And uh, Tessa Blanchard's father. Yep. And then J.J. Uh, Dillon. I don't know. He's one of your guys. Never made it to my league. What do you have next there, pal? Well, anyway, so. Critical alert from oh, Microsoft. What is Your going computer on? has Ladies alerted us that what it. What is happening? I don't know. I don't what even know. What is the problem? Shouldn't even be plugged in. Oh, fuck. Uh-oh. Oh, my goodness. At least was muted before. Yep. So let's. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh-oh. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if we're how much longer we can be on tonight. Like, we might get shut down. We're not going like to get shut down. There are alarms going off here. There are all kinds of things happening. What is this, Al? It's, it's a scam. Al, it's a scam. They won't let me call them because I swore at them. Didn't you take care of that one time? Yeah, that didn't Wait, work Wait, did they well. block your number? Yeah, I'm blocked. I can't give them bullshit back. Anyways, like, Animal had a picture of his grandkid. Did you learn anything? It's, it was like hanging out with you. Animal had a picture of his grandkid, and he was showing it to uh, Luger. And you could tell Luger was really happy just to be around friends. Oh, that's good. It was really kind of a warm moment. That's good. Cool stuff. So what else we got here? Uh, Oh, then there was Ron Simmons. I, like, waited in a room with Ron Simmons. And uh, short line, right to the point. Um, The night before, I was getting the snacks at 3 a.m. by the hotel desk. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, some guy came in, and he said he was responsible for getting Ron Simmons into the show, and Ron Simmons was a bit of a diva. Oh, that's right. You did When that. I met Ron Simmons, he was the nicest guy I've ever met. That's amazing. To everybody in front of him. He wasn't even taking tickets. You, w- you could have walked up and gotten a picture with him. Do you think he just turns it on for, for fans? And, like, people who are working, he's like, this guy doesn't give a shit. Maybe. It was probably a screw-up at the airport, and he got pissed. Oh, sure. It makes sense. I'd be a little upset about a screw up. But yeah, he had he had on a pair, you know, he had on some nice boots. I'm like, what are those ostrich? He's like, no man, those are gators. And like, you know, he's like, how do you want me to sign? Do you want to sign Farouk? You want me to sign Ron Simmons? You know, he's like, oh, that's smart. And then like some kid came up with like an action figure of his. He's like, oh man, where'd you get this? This is the coolest thing, you know. The the guy was just a gentleman. Like he would sign whatever you wanted. He he cared. He took a minute in the picture. Just a classy guy. Just an absolute classy dude. One of my favorite guys I met. Damn. 
Damn. Yeah. Now, should I unlike this? Or is it okay for me to like this? You were... I just, I don't know. Like, you said that there are some things that you don't want me liking. Oh, you like this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, just checking. All right, thanks, Al. I know the rules. I I need to know the rules. I need to know the rules. I'm the diva. Stop liking my stuff. You make one comment on some weather person's... uh, Yeah. You you can find this on Facebook Live, folks, if you'd like. Uh, We got Willie Nelson in there. Uh, featuring quite a few of the figures from All In Weekend in StarCast, if you will. Uh, you can check it out there. Thank you for listening there. For those of you on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Four? Now, I mean, I think I think five is what you we, gotta we, we need. you got to melt it and give five. us seven stars. Oh, you can't. You have to Dave Meltzer. We need the seven stars. So give us five stars, and then in the review, you'd write seven stars. We'll even name a move after him. I would. If we could get the seven stars. I'd have a segment named after yeah, the yeah, guy absolutely. Who gives the seven stars. No doubt about it. Huh. I So actually, that's perfect. I ran, my next meet and greet was with the press guys. So it was oh, Dave Meltzer, okay. um, Wade Keller, Brian Alvarez, and. Um, they weren't worth a photo. Yeah. On Insta. No, you're right. They weren't. Damn. That's all right. So, yeah. So I got a picture with Meltzer, which is probably funny because they were the ones who you could tell are very, very socially awkward and not used to oh, this. Oh, of course. Oh, was it kind of fun or just weird? It, 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 was, it was a little weird. Like, I went up because I listened to Wade Keller. And the guy before the guy before me, all he did was fawn over Meltzer. Like, you could. Really? Like, Keller and, and Bruce Mitchell were, like, out of the picture. Like they like they scooted to the side of the picture. I imagine that. Like yeah, because you either follow subscribe one to one or the other, yeah. right? So uh, so when I came up, I wanted to make a point. You know, say hey, I'm listening to you, Wade. Right. So I'm like hey, Wade, and like and he was very kind and like you know oh. This. Wade Keller's the Minnesota fella. Right. Yep. You know what? what what's very your favorite? You know, he's asking asking a bunch of questions and stuff and being very polite and you know oh, you know it's hey it's customer yeah. And then, you know, but you know, I just wanted to, like, and then I want to go say hi to Meltzer, and it was just, I don't know. Okay. It was, I was, like, the second one, too. I was, like, second in line. So, I don't think they found their groove yet. Okay. Like, you know, yeah. it takes, you, you, if you're not used sure. to doing that kind of shit, it takes 100%. a minute or two to get into yeah. it. I, I agree 100%. Fair. So, uh, yeah, so that was cool. That was cool. I like that they offered that. Yeah. So, all those guys who do the press. Of course. Um, and they are the press. They are the, the the critical voices of wrestling. Yeah, they are. You know, there, there's guy we, we. I mean, we have voices, but I mean, Meltzer's been taking a lot of shit in a lot of places. But I mean, he was the guy who was documenting it. He's that, kind of a dick. Sure. I mean, he kind of is. Even like even the impression I got in person, he's kind really? of a dick. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, what else happened here? Uh, I'm the guy with the notes. So like the firing squad, Torch, Meltzer. Uh, oh, I was supposed to call a match with Ian Riccoboni. Who's Ian Riccoboni? He's the guy who ended up doing the all-in play-by-play. Oh, okay. And it was supposed to be, I was supposed to do a Young Bucks match with him. And? Well, I figured I did the thing the day before with the guy I really wanted to do it with. Kevin Kelly? Kevin Kelly. So this would be a letdown? Yeah, and it just again it didn't fit the schedule and well there's so much going on. But had you already paid for it? Yes. Damn. It wasn't it wasn't like 100 it was like 30 bucks. Okay. So 
it was the easiest thing to walk away from because most everything was like 50. Okay. Understandable. So, yeah, I walked away from that one. Um, I walked away from the Dutch Mantel. Uh, I just couldn't find him. Uh, he was like 20 bucks. And then, because uh, remember, I got to have the dinner with uh, Nash at 6.30. When did you end up finding him? The next day. Okay, all right. Back to this then. Yeah, you got to have dinner with Nash? Right. Or so aren't, you, aren't you meeting up with a hall? No, I'm having dinner with Nash. Okay. Um, and I'm starving at this point, which that's another thing. Eating in front of a professional wrestler is just weird. Um, <laughs> you know, especially when it's buffet style. Like, and you're just like digging in. Nobody went back for seconds, you know. Uh, yeah, I feel like there was one. Oh. oh, did you have to stand up and go get it behind you? Oh, so I have time sure. to get the fucking dungeon of dome. These three. Uh, What's the, what's the dungeon master's name? Kevin Sullivan. Yep. Brutus uh, the Barber Beefcake. Yep. And the Barbarian. And the Barbarian. The Which, line was fairly long. Sounds like a lot of fun. But it, it was... So, oh, I, I also have to get a photo of Scott Hall. Brutus was supposed to be wearing the face mask. There was the a lot paint. Brutus was supposed to be doing. The face paint. Oh, there's a mask there in front of him. <laughs> right. Was he supposed to wear a mask? At that point, I didn't really want him to put the mask on. And he didn't offer to put the mask on and... It's kind of like I'd rather just have a picture with Brutus than yep. a dude in a mask. Absolutely. I agree completely. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you see there's two pictures there. Yes. You, you posted two pictures. Right. So the first one is I finally get up. Okay, so Brutus the Barber Beefcake's an hour late. Hour late. An hour fucking late. Unreal. He's a little red in the face. I don't know what that means. I'm not accusing the man of anything, but he's a little red in the face. Was he nice when he got there? So, now I'm next in line. Kevin Sullivan, who's got a beer in front of him, is is very red in the face. Uh, he gets a text from his daughter. So, he's got an old man like, hey, I got a text from my daughter. Give me a – do I got a second? The guy's like, yeah, sure. Well, the guy didn't realize he was going to take 15 minutes. Right. So – I'm just standing there in front of the table. You're the guy up there, though. I'm the guy up. That's a great place to be while somebody takes a break. You're going to have wonderful conversations. Absolutely. With Brutus, you and Barbarian. Hey, what's, what's Warrior up to? So I'm standing on the other side oh, of the Fuji table. Oh, Fuji died. Rest in peace, yeah. you know? And uh, so Brutus is there. Brutus, that was a, you were, a, uh, I you were actually a stripper who was playing the part of a bar. I go, hey, Brutus, how you doing? Oh, okay. He he just stares. Are you serious? Yeah. You you actually you said that like he heard you. Yeah. He wow. just stares. Gives me a stare, and I don't know. He might be fucked up. I don't know. I <sighs> mean, right. if anybody, so I know you don't think it was a dickhead move. I don't know. Or do you think he's just kind of fucked up? I I I don't know. I I don't. I mean, it was a it was a dickhead move. Sure. But I don't know if he has an excuse or if there is even an excuse. This right. is a paid fucking thing. Yep. So, uh, Barbarian says something to me, and it's like, oh, you, uh, uh, you guys, you couldn't understand. And I'm just like, what? I'm like, yeah. You could make out more words. No, I could not. The Barbarian. You, you I, couldn't make out a single word. Not a single Bullshit. word. I had no idea he had a thick tongue and accent. And If he was trying to talk to you, like he he could speak some English, right? Like I'm sure you don't understand his language. That's I'm sure, but sure. he was it was it was low, so it was it wasn't oh. like he was here. It was like okay, 
And I was just like, uh-huh. Weird. So then I'm like, yeah. He doesn't talk to many people. And I think he was asking me, like, hey, what do you want signed? Or, uh, you know, so I, I just, like, put the thing there. And, he, and then I'm like, uh, Brutus, how's it going, bud? He's like, good. Good. Great. Then he, like, looks away. And m- mind you, I have a Brutus. I didn't wear a wrestling shirt all weekend. Right. All weekend, I decided not to be the guy in wrestling shirts, the only guy. So what and am I wearing in that day, picture? You're wearing a Brutus the Barber shirt. A badass Brutus the Barber shirt. Maybe he, maybe he didn't like that shirt. Maybe he doesn't like people to be reminded of, of what he once looked like compared to what he looks like now. So the guy who's taking the picture is like, why don't you just go, why don't you take a picture with the two of them and then we'll get one with the with the softens. So I'm like, I walk behind him and I go, fuck it, I'm sitting down. I said that out loud. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. So oh, I were you down. standing in front of him during this? The yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I was Holy on the other shit. side, like go in for a ticket. I'm like, I'm taking Solvent's seat. Wow. So I sit down. So I get the sit down shot, and then Solvent comes back. I let him have his seat back, and then uh, I take the other one. But I'm pretty pissed at this point. Yeah, of course. I wanted like a half an hour, forty minute nap going into into uh, Nash. <laughs> and uh, th- these guys kind of fucked that over. Your caption on Instagram is worst one yet. <laughs> Brutus was an hour late. Kevin Sullivan was drunk and walked off for 10 minutes, leaving me with Brutus, who wouldn't talk, and Barbarian, who I couldn't understand. Yeah. So well, I did it a lot more, with a lot more pith on There on were highs Instagram. and there were lows, my friend. Yeah, I'm sure they were really nice guys. It was just a bad moment. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe they snuck behind. A bad behind. moment that you paid for. Yeah. Uh, okay, so now it's dinner with Kevin Nash. Now, now, now is the good stuff. Okay. So... I get there right at 6.30. I'm starving. They let us in, and it's shitty, like, hotel food buffet, but very limited. Okay. So, I, you know. It was like three things. It was like pizza, a piece of chicken, and okay. uh, some pasta. Yeah. So, I fucking pile the plate up. I'm starving. You get, like, a tea. And, you know, I need, like, drinks. And I, in my mind, I envisioned we'd be at a round table, and there would be. Uh, you could order. A- there'd be waiters. Right. And yes, there'd be alcohol. And you could order booze. Either provided, I figured well at the least. Right. Or or you could purchase. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario. There right. was none of that. It was iced tea. You only got one glass. Wow. And uh, it was shitty. And uh, But, yeah, that's, but that's not what up. you're paying for. Right. So Kevin Nash sits down. And he's just like, and it's like a dark room. It's about as, it's like, in, like the light in here right now. Okay. And yeah. uh, maybe less. Maybe okay. a little less. Yeah. So it's like a dimmed room, and, like, it's pretty badass. Kevin Nash is a big guy. Sure. And, like, he walks in, and he's just – or he came in the room with us. So we, we all sit down to eat. And he's like, what, I don't get to eat? And we're like, ah, I don't know. And some guy's like, well, I did the one, two, three kid the other day, and he, he had a food, like, catered to him. Oh, he's wow. He's like, well, yeah, no, I I guess I don't eat. So – he just sits there and like he, he's like I don't know how these things work, so he just sat there and you guys. So now I'm thinking, oh my god, I just got taken. What do you mean? Like I just got, you know, I paid. He, he was the most expensive eating. Oh, grade. and now he's pissed here. And now I'm getting a guy who's just gonna sit here on his phone the whole time because he's like kicked back looking at his phone, right? You know, and then he's like, hey, uh, you know, how much did you guys pay for this? Right. And then. Uh, you know, someone said like, "Oh, I think it was like 175." Sure. He's like, "Oh, wow." He's like, "Yeah, you know, uh, man, Conrad really sold everything." And he's yeah. like, "I've been nonstop since like noon." 
Like I've just I got here and I've just been nonstop. Wow. And uh, that's wild. But it wasn't in. Was he bitching? Again, he's so fucking cool. It it was more like <laughs> like when you're really tired. Like maybe you're on your job fair and you're like, man, I'm just exhausted. I've been doing this all day. And you're not bitching. You're just right. like, hey, I'm glad this is the end. And I don't know. I I'm kind of down with his honesty about it. Like he's not being an overly a dickhead to you guys. No, no, no. He's just like I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. It's a guy who's whin- I'm hanging out with a guy who's whining down the end of his day. And like he texts like, he texts Conrad at one point, and then oh, he uh, told you he was. He's like, oh, I got to figure this out. Like I need more money or what? He, no, he no no no. It wasn't a more money thing. He then kind of. So then we kind of kick back and like we're eating and I'm like uh, I'm like well I'm gonna get this rolling you know sure you try to initiate something had to host the thing I and, recall you texted me during it like because it was awkward it, it started awkward and okay. so like I'm like hey you know uh, you know you've been all over the country like is there a favorite arena you would go to sure he's like oh you know I, I like the old school arenas you know the new ones are really bad because. Like they're all they're all the same. Like everyone you walk into is the exact same. Oh, it's the same okay. locker room. It's the same setup. Same suites. Like everything is just uniform. Sure. And like it just doesn't have a the feel flavor to that it. it used so, to. Okay. So yeah, he starts opening up about that, and then next thing you know, like that's he just, great. I like that answer. Yeah. It it sucks that that has to be the answer, but that's cool. People, people start asking him questions and like, he's not as good as yours. You had a great question. That was a great icebreaker, by the it way. It was a good icebreaker. I'll give you some credit. Yeah. Solid. Um, starts broad. It's nothing too risque. I asked him about Kenny Omega and I go, Hey, I don't know how much you're following Kevin, but, um, Kenny Omega is, uh, his contract's about to run out in new Japan. And I would say he has more leverage than any wrestler since probably you and, and Hall when you sure. left uh, WCW, when you left WWF. And he's like, no, no, that's not true. That's not true. Uh, there'll never be another one like that. You know, uh, number one, you don't have anybody with Ted Turner's money. R- right. But he also said the most sin. You said the most, most sense. Right. Like, but he said it doesn't even belong in the conversation. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I, I don't know. He, he but but this, I, I see his point with Ted Turner's money, maybe. This opened up about 30 minutes of just him talking about money. And that is when the guy is on fire. Oh, I bet. Well, here's my thought on this is that you had a billionaire who, who's trying to beat Vince right. at the game of wrestling. Like, just having fun shitting money out, at, right, to, to do this wrestling show out of his network. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's kind of right in that you might not ever see that again. Is there, you know? No, I understand what he was he was coming from. Sure. New Japan doesn't have the money. WWE does, and, and but mine was more like I feel like Kenny Omega has leverage to be like, hey, if I'm coming to you, WWE, this is this is what I want. Like this is the story right. I want told. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of what happened with Hall and Nash, and um, seems like it might have happened with uh, AJ a little bit actually. Yeah. I mean, that, it seems like it anyway. It, yeah. It, they made him work for it a little bit. Shooting with Jericho. Joe's pretty solid. Joe's know. a surprise, man. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yep, yep, I hope yep, he wins yep. the title this weekend. Oh, that'd be great. So, anyways, we don't want to get too yeah, far we'll down the hole. Yeah. Um, so, he starts going in on money, and that is when he likes talking. And he enjoys, like, you know, he's like, hey, man, there's wrestlers today that are independent contractors that they don't uh, – 
They don't even have a corporation. Like, you have to have your own corporation. That's how, like, oh. otherwise you're getting screwed on the taxes. Okay. And, like, he's okay. got everything figured out. He's, like, he's talking about how smart you need to be if you want to just survive right. in, that, in that field. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, those promoters aren't going to tell him that. A lot of the promoters that they're working for and what have you. Or, or the kids just say, fuck it. Yeah. I don't know. He um, what else is he saying about today's money? Did he have? Well, he talks about when he came back with his deal with Punk, which oh, I yeah. didn't watch. I don't remember. Do you remember the years? No, probably oh eight ish, oh like two thousand ten. I'm thinking like twelve. Wow, I'm thinking later. So he had done TNA again for a bit after his WWE right time. Probably that's foggy for you and I. But anyway, uh, so he he was given like this. Well, one, he was talking about, like, the contract. He's like, WWE once gave me a contract. Like, it, you know, it used to be, like, a handshake and, like, everything was cool. Uh, but he's like, the last time I was there, like, they gave me a contract. And on the last page, it, it was 30, there was 37 pages on how to get fired. Wow. We get fired for this reason. We get fired for that reason. He's like, 37 pages of it. And, Holy uh, shit. He's like, and then on the last page, the last line was, and we can terminate your contract for any reason. Holy shit. He's like, well, wh- what were the other 37 pages for? <laughs> like, if you could do it for any reason, what the hell is this? So, yeah. he, like, he went sign it, and um, he's like, well, what can I walk out on the contract at any point? Can right. I terminate the contract at any right. point for any reason? And they're like, no. And he's like, well, that doesn't make sense. And they're like, well, why would you want to con- terminate your contract? He's like, to hold you up before, for more money before a show. Right. He's like. Yeah. See, there's protections that you have, so there's protections that I should have. Sure. To make the contract fair. So, like, he went all, like, he got into lawyer mode, and, wow. like, the dude was all, he's good at it. He talked about the like, finger he knows poke. His shit. What did he say about the finger poke? He's like, it was the only thing that made sense. Okay. Like, if two guys were in cahoots with each other, why would they beat each other up for a little bit and then go for the pen? Like, yeah. if I was trying to give you the title, if we were, we were in cahoots, wouldn't I just point? poke you and you go down i think if you just put on a little bit of a show like they could have played that off as though they they were doing some moves and then all of a sudden you started to slowly notice that they're not really going at it you know what i mean i do i think you could have told that story a little better than what they did but i do i i I agree i understand but his point was from a book, he he also got very heavy into booking which is interesting he even gave a current booking because he was a booker right he Bischoff did. asked him to, because Bischoff had nowhere else to go. He's like, you need to do this yeah. for me. He talked, to, oh, he, he did mention, he talked about the Goldberg streak. Okay. And, like, he wanted to, like, end it early. Okay. And, like, yeah, they, they wouldn't have it. And he's like, so how much booking power do I have type stuff? And Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, I he was trying to end it as the booker. Right. And now, mind yeah. you, I didn't take notes during this. There was no recordings of it. Right. So some of this stuff, I don't, I don't even completely remember the, the full story told. So I don't like want to go into all the details. Yeah, of course. I don't remember them. Of course. No, you're allowed to answer that. Um, he went into the booking of the finger poke, and then he, he's like, yeah, like if you and I had, were fighting for somebody, we're in the same, we're Larcher and Lawrence then. Right. Like, why would we even have to pretend to fight? Sure, of course. I don't know, to put up the facade a little bit more. Who cares? I, it would piss the people off more. Sure. Sure. And it yeah. would get all the talk, which it did, by doing it exactly like the real way you would. Yeah. So yeah. that was that, that was his case. 
I liked it when I saw it. Like I was, I, I bought it. Hook line. I was an NWO fan. Wasn't it the first time that the Wolfpack came back with the black and white? Because they had spun off Al. Yeah. It was, first, it was all the NWO white and black. Right. Then the Wolfpack was red and black. You understand? Bullet Club Elite, Bullet Club Firing Squad. Sure. They've gone crazy with it, and it's working. WWE's Bullet Club. I mean, the end of the NWO is kind of when it split off, and it kept splitting off. But Bullet Club figures out a way to do it. He, anyway. He did Nash, talk about uh, Nash. dinner with Nash. He, he did talk about going to Survivor Series here in Chicago. Uh, well, we talked about the one with Walter Payton. Oh, I asked okay. him, like, what was it like working with Peyton? He's like, oh, really good guy, you know. Oh, yeah, he was in that match. That's right. I asked him about Steve McMichael. Oh, boy. And he goes, man, that guy was an adventure. Really? Like, if you, he would grab you and pull you in a limo, and it was like, you're going clubbing. You're going to the strip clubs all night. Like, you would just be walking outside the hotel, and he's like, you, just, pal, yeah. get your ass put you in here. a headlock. And- We're going. Let's do this. We're going to have some fun. It's on me. We got this. And he's like, it was a weird time in his life. I, it's personal, probably shouldn't, but uh, yeah, Deborah was. It was the break. Yeah, him right? and Deborah were going through a divorce, and uh, they were ha- they they were just trying to piss away all the money, so neither of them got it. Wow. So they both were just kind of just rolling through cash. That's hilarious. So instead of working shit out, you know, that's just their that they was they the just Michaels, burned it man. up. Oh, so be it. What the hell? That's a mango. We know. If they're both doing it the same way, it's kind of <laughs> it's an agreement. So, is there anything else to take away from this night? Uh, the the dinner with Nash. He talked about booking of um, of uh, Ronda Rousey. All right. He said what he he would do is he he'd put um, Flair into like a Brazilian training camp immediately, like okay. vignettes every week of her working out. And, and ah, you yeah. know, WrestleMania this year, I mean, just start it now. This, WrestleMania this year, I'm coming for Ronda. I don't care if she wins from now to then. You know, that's who I want. That's exactly what they need to do. And, like, she starts training. And, you know, Kevin Nash is like, we know Ronda Rousey has a glass jaw. Like, that's what she was known for. Right. You know, she, right. she'd go down easy. So you know there's a weakness. Kind of build that and up. And now Flair's a lot bigger than her. So you can believe that even though Flair isn't, a trained fighter, if she learns a couple moves, masters them, a couple knockout moves, and based on her size, if she could hit one of them, she could beat Ronda. Right. And then, boom, yeah, you go out and you ha- you have a war. It's kind of like Brock Lesnar. Yeah, so I thought he nailed that. Okay. Like, that just shows his, his booking yeah. abilities. I've always thought he was a smart dude. Yeah. And, I mean, he's probably the one that was like, it makes the most sense for us to leave. And I think that's probably why... Hall, it, like, seems like it. Oh, also both Hall and both Hall and Nash mentioned uh, NXT right now, the training center. Yeah, all big dudes. Really? He's like, there's another era of big guys coming. Okay. Like they're on their way. Wow. So interesting. Be ready. That's what they're doing. Did Hall uh, mention his kid at all? Yes. W- what's he up to? I know he's in Japan somewhere. He's like, uh, he talked about he uh, his kid got injured with. Uh, uh, he was, I remember they were in a match with the Young Bucks. Night, like a few years ago. Yeah, they were in a match with the Young Bucks, and oh. he, he took a pretty bad spill. Damn. And uh, he's like, he's good. He's he's in wrestling, you know, Noah now, and uh, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He did yeah. talk about him. Cool. Where are we at? So yeah, the Nash thing ends. He ends up staying longer than he needs to. Okay. That's cool. He does one last story. This was the one he got like really animated for, and like stood up and. 
was awesome. That's cool. He's like, um, they stopped. They were like in California, and they stopped for bears. Who, who's they? I think it was Hall and Bam Bam Bigelow. Okay, perhaps. Scott, Scott Hall. It was definitely Bam Bam Bigelow, what Nash, you remember? and I okay. think Hall. Cool. Good enough for, for the way you remember it right so, now. So they go, and they, go, they grab some beer, and uh, there's some rough dudes inside, and uh, they're like, hey, you know, why are you? Uh, What's rough dudes to them, though? Like Mexican gangbangers in okay. California. Okay. Um, probably with the tattoos and all that, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. with pieces you could see. Okay. All right. So they could get fucked up. Yeah. They're like, Hey, I think they, they recognize, uh, Nash. Sure. And, uh, they're like, Hey, you know, why, why are you guys drinking out of, uh, cans and not bottles? And he's like, Oh, cause we're driving and it makes them easier to throw out the window. <laughs> so, you know, they got like a kick out of that. And then, uh, they go up to, uh, they go up to like the register and, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Bam Bam's up there. And I guess Nash is like, he always played his character. Like, he always played his street character. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Which is hilarious. That's a, a whole lot of fun. And uh, they're like, hey, you look like some kind of serial killer. He's like, yeah, all I murder are pedophiles and Mexicans. Oh, shit. Now they lose their shit. Like, like laugh? No, like, they all start oh, heading pissed. outside. Oh, fuck. What's Bam Bam doing? So, you know, Nash is like, uh, uh, oh, what'd you get us into? Like, what? Right. What the fuck? So right. they go outside and they're just waiting. And, like, they grab Bam Bam and put a gun to his head. Holy fuck. And uh, Kevin Nash is like, hey, man, here's, mo- here's all the money in my pocket. Just, like, let him go. Like, you know, we- he's like, no, man, he disrespected us on our turf. Sure. Like, it- that's not how this settles. We have no yeah. problem with you guys. You guys walk away. Holy fuck. He's like, oh, man, don't do it, don't do it. And then they just, you know, backhanded him, pistol whipped him, Holy threw him down. Fuck. So they grab him and they, they load him into the, the uh, hall. Hall Kevin and Nash, Nash grab him, load him into the van. That's the, the big dude. The, the van. And uh, they're driving away and Nash is like, oh, man, like they're standing right at the exit. Like they could just drive. It's going to be a drive by. Sure. <clears throat> yeah. He thought, he thought they were going to get shot. Yeah. So Holy he shit. just guns it. Yeah. Of course. Straight through. So they're, 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 uh, did he have to take him to a hospital or anything or? Well, they're, they're cruising down and, uh, all of a sudden Bam Bam's like, Hey man, slow down. You're going to get us pulled over. Holy fuck. And Nash just loses it. He's like, oh, yeah, that's what I want. I want to get pulled over right no now. No shit. And, uh, uh, <laughs> so, uh, he's like, where are you from? And he's like, I'm from Asbury Park. He's like, no, 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 no. Shoot, where are you from? And he like names Holy some shit. suburb. He's like, you grew up in the suburbs of Jersey. You went to Catholic school. Bam, bam. Like, yeah, this. You got to stop this shit, man. That is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm gonna try to get in that Mayans show. Do you see the? I think it's a prequel to Sons of Anarchy. Yes, I have. I started the first episode. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I am too. I don't. I might wait till this first season's sure. over. That's always a good just idea. Watch the season. They're like watching. Sons of Anarchy was like watching a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like a live, like it's very, it's far fetched. From what I've seen so far, this one's very similar in that. Oh, one last thing. So, yeah, like I said, he ends yeah. up staying late, like which is really cool. Right. Like he's just chilling. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna go to Gibson's and have steak now and. 
Um, oh. Yeah, because he hadn't eaten yet. But or, or they didn't wrap it up or whatever. He he was really chill right till the end, and he was talking about Superman versus Batman. Uh oh. Wait. So where do you think he lies on this argument? I bet he's on the Batman side. He seems like it. Not at all. He breaks yes, down my every guy. reason why. My guy. He's like, my guy. Superman. I knew, I knew it. I never doubted it. He's like, Batman's a super rich guy. And yeah, he could build yeah. like super cool things. But, but, but Superman's as fast as a speeding bullet. You're damn right. He now, is. if you've ever yes, seen a bullet, is. it's this small and it hits you. And what does it do with you? Imagine that the size of a man hitting you. Yeah. Plus, he has laser beams in his eyes. Yep. So he's like, "There's no way, no way, Batman can win." So Clark, you you got a damn, you got an ally. Nash, I never doubted him. That is too sweet. Yeah. Ooh, spoiler alert! If you're coming over to my place on Sunday for uh, for wrestling, yeah, you know my daughter does the too sweet now. Mm -hmm. Watch out, man, Uh, because if you do the too sweet, she now requests itsy bitsy spider immediately following, and she'll hold you to it. So. Just be careful. You turned the it's might... sweet into a spider. No, I didn't turn it. You into were a reading she, using this as a spider. No, I was not using the. the you too were sweet using the too sweet as a spider. No, but they're very bad. similar to her, so that's where her. Where the her spider's brain like this. To. No, I know, but the finger thing and the fingers, the, the growing up is very similar to the too sweet to her. Like, come on, <sighs> man. I know. Ruined sorry, it. I'll, no, you got to do it. I'm going to hold you to it. I hear that she likes putting a Seth Rollins helmet on, a Bears yeah, helmet on Seth does. Rollins. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She really enjoys it. Uh, so that was night one. Oh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh-oh. Because the roast of Bruce Pritchard is about to start, which is what I want to see. Okay. In that main lobby there where the bar is on the one side and everything? Is that where the No, it's in, like, a private room in the back. Okay. Like, there's a banquet hall. Okay. Must be a decent amount of seating, right? Yeah, decent seating, but... I have a meeting with the Insane Clown Posse. Oh, my God. Doink one and two. Hang on a minute. During Pritchard, and, you know, you told me that there were things that you were willing to to skip and what have you. How was Insane Clown Posse worth uh, hanging out for? Number one, I think they were like $75. They were one of, they were, I think, the first meet and greet I bought. Jesus. Oh, I didn't, didn't think know the there'd prices. be a lot of shit. I was like, oh, this is kind of ironic. This will be fun. Yep. You know, if I meet three people this weekend... And the insane clown posse's there, like, it's kind of funny. Right. Like, I was doing it as a bit. Of course. And I want to make all these pictures into memes. Right. So I thought the insane clown posse, insane, you know, you, like, sure. you could drop that anywhere. You could be flipping the camera off or something or what have you. I ended up doing the Yano pose, the I don't give a shit pose okay. in the picture. Why was that? Well, they were an hour late. So we were in the side room. An hour fucking late. And didn't you tell me that they let you into the room? Now, because my, you've been waiting for a half hour. Now, remember, I have not slept all day. Oh. And it is now 9.30 at night, and I want to go to bed. So now it's 10.30 at night. Right. They line up. They, so they all let us in the room, and we kind of, like, make a snake to where the pictures would be. And all of a sudden, the guy comes in, like, 20 minutes later. He's like, hey, they're coming in, like, 10 minutes. They, don't, they want to enter an empty room. What does that mean? I don't fucking know. He's like, so we got to back the line up. And everyone got pissy. And he's like, man, it's not me. It's the Insane Clown Did they have posse. a presentation they had to set up? No. You walked up to them, and they had their music playing on a, like, a little boombox yes. CD player. Yes. And uh, a little boombox. And uh, they were at a table just kind of standing there. 
Wow. They're playing their music on a little boombox. Yeah, incredible. Actually, in hindsight, that's the picture I should have taken. And were they really nice? Yeah, the the, the heavier doink of the two. The uh, one in white. The one in white was like, man, that's a dope shirt, man. No, that's a dope shirt. And I'm like, thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. We, like, snag the picture. And as I'm walking away, he's like, ha, catch you the king. That's a dope shirt, man. Dope. Dope. dope shirt. Well, that was a couple of Juggalos telling you that. That's Dude, great. Dude, I got Juggalo cred. Here's your caption for this one. I thought Doink was dead, but I guess not. Doink 2 looks like shit. You were not happy at the time. You, no. You, you've had time to think about this, though. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was a Doink meet and greet when I bought it. So. <laughs> That's, oh, Anyways. All right, so this is the end of your Friday night. Yeah. Did you make it in time? Like, did you make it for the end of the Pritchard thing? No, completely over. Are you shitting me? I went up to my hotel room and I went. You know, to you bed. can watch it on Fight TV. It, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, all this shit's going to be available at some point. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so I, yeah, I walk away. I go to bed, and I wake up at like four in the morning. At least got like four or five hours of sleep, and I get an email. Uh huh. Now, mind you, Sunday is Okada and Kenny Omega, and I have to be first in line for Kenny Omega right. to get to Okada because it was at Pro Wrestling T, so it's right. a different place. One's far from the other. I get an email first thing in the morning. Kenny Omega, due to Koto Ibushi's flight, he has to get immediately back to Japan. He's leaving first thing in the morning. He can't do the meet and greet, so we're scheduling it today. Wow. You know, be in line at 8 a.m., Holy well, shit. I had I was planning on taking it pretty easy that morning. I had the Hall Nash and Xbox picture, Ray Mysterio, yep. and uh the Earl Hepner. Wow. And then I had a hard out because at twelve thirty is the Scott Hall lunch. Okay. So they're say they, they basically say in the email, make the Kenny a priority to respect his time. Okay. So I get there half an hour before the start of the meet and greet. This line is non-fucking-stop. At a half hour out? Yeah, prior to the start. Wow. And I'm not sure if they started late. I can't remember. I couldn't see. Right. (laughs) Next thing you know, it is like two hours later. Holy shit. The Ray Ray meet-and-greet line is now as long as where I was with the Kenny line. And they're going to the same spot. Holy shit. And I rush over the Hall and Nash and Xbox One just ended. Damn. Now, mind you, that was like $120. You rush over after you get your photo with Kenny and Ibushi. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Met those guys. They were really nice. Remember, I'm trying not to wear wrestling shirts. Right. So I have a Tony the Tiger shirt on, and the guy goes to me taking the picture. He goes, uh, hey, uh, that's kind of a wrestling shirt. And I'm like, huh? He's like, you know why? I'm like, oh, Lee Marshall is the voice of Tony the Tiger. And... uh Kenny Omega turns around and he's like, Lee Marshall is the voice of uh, Tony the Tiger. I'm like, yeah, yeah. The guy's like, yep, that's right. I'm like, yeah. What? You remember Lee Marshall? No. The wrestling commentator in WCW? Oh, okay. He was the voice of Tony the Tiger Holy after shit. Ravenscroft died, who did your mean one, Mr. Grinch. He was the oh. original voice. But our generation was Lee Marshall. They're great. They're great. That was him. Oh. Lee Marshall. Holy So shit. Kenny was impressed by this. Abushi is signing, like when we're supposed to be taking a picture. That's hilarious. He's signing my book. He's all worried like, oh, where should I sign? He's, the, he's exactly like his character. He's like a really nice dude. Okay. So like he's signing and the guy just keeps taking pictures. 
And the other guy's like, hey, did you get it? He's like, yep. So I walk away, and uh, I look at the picture, and every one of the pictures is Ibushi signing, Kenny doing the thumbs up, mm-hmm. and me, like, like waiting for Ibushi. So I go back. I'm like, hey, man, this is what I got. Like, they're all like this. He's like, all right, we'll sneak you back in. Okay. So they get me back in. I, they, they bo- this time they both pose, and uh, I get the picture. Yeah, so now I'm out of there. I run to the, the Hall Nash one. It's over. Damn it. Um, the Rey Mysterio line was about two hours out, hour and a half That's out. That's silly. And I was a half an hour from uh, having lunch with Hall, which right. I'm not going to miss. Sure. So I could either go upstairs and shower. What about Hepner? Well, that, that, I'm getting there. I could go upstairs and shower, right. or I could stand in this line and have to walk away last minute and just go right to lunch, dinner, because I'm mm-hmm. not getting the Mysterio. Yeah. So that, well, that was another $100 autograph. So now I've just lost $200. 230 $2, $2, $2, I think. Wow. So I go downstairs to do the Hepner thing real fast before the shower. I'm going to see if he has a line. Zero line. Walk in, raises the hand. It's supposed to be like a video. And, uh, like, he, he thought it, he, he's like, he thought he was giving me a speech. So, like, he's not raising my hand. He just grabs it and he's like, I, I want to present Al with this title tonight. Oh, uh, on behalf, Like, you know, when he was rambling for no reason at Starcast? Maybe he thought that. That's what the practice was for. It was for, really all for all in. in. He, but he th- thought it was for this. He thought it was a rehearsal. He did the exact same thing. He's like, I've known Al. Like, uh, in oh, hindsight, that's it creepy. Practice. He yeah. was using it as practice. That a boy. So, so that finishes. She goes to hand me the back phone thing. I'm like, hey, actually, can I just get a picture of my hand raised with the title? That's what. Yeah, sure. And he's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm, set, I'm, I'm old now. I forget everything. He's like, come here. Let's do that. Total oh, country boy. Takes the picture. We're done. I go upstairs. I shower. Downstairs, Scott Hall. All right. You made it upstairs to shower and everything. Yeah. Come down. Uh, but you went with that Tony the Tiger shirt again. It's great. <laughs> it is great. So. Oh, you went dinner, Al. Hair's pulled back. Hell yeah. For, for Hall. Oh, That's somewhere along the way, I ran into fat-ass Masa in the hall. Okay. And I'm like, hey, can I do picture. a selfie? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then he gave me a pin. He gave me a fat-ass okay. Masa Who's pin. that? He's the guy from the uh, B Elite series on uh, Facebook. The super fan? He's a super fan yeah. in Japan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That's awesome. He was at All In, like they showed him in front of us. Oh, that's right. Our only photo yeah, is yeah, with yeah. him. Oh, yeah. We, we made air. So, anyways... Yeah, so I'm, I go downstairs, and this time I see the area right next to Scott Hall's open. Like, a couple of people had opportunities to sit there. No one did. Right. So I sit right next to, you know, where... Well, uh, he's not there yet. No. But you know where it's at, as you yeah. stated earlier, because of the Kevin Nash. So there's Scott Hall. So we all go, and we get food, and Scott Hall comes in. He's like, hey, you know, how's everybody? And I'm not sure, because I saw videos. I heard, like, he had a stroke, and, like, he wasn't all there anymore. Uh, and... he, he came back. Pretty good, I thought. I thought he came back, but I thought it was like, yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't know where he was at. DDP yoga, man. DDP yoga. But, uh, yeah, I think he had issues after that, though. Okay. Anyways, he comes in, and he just looks fresh, and he's fucking in a good mood, and he sits down. He's got his briefcase with autographs and, you know, uh, his toothpick in his mouth. And, yeah. He just starts, you know, he just starts talking and like he's very personable and loves wrestling. And we, it was a lot of like road stories of Owen Hart. People, 
this one everybody had questions for. Like really? all the kids had questions. As a matter of fact, my, one of my favorite moments is this, and he's actually eating. Like, How many people again? About ten or twelve. Just twelve people in the room. Yeah. Um, we all start eating, and I got a, like a plate of food, and he's like eating like a half a piece of chicken. And then all of a sudden they bring, they're like, oh, hey, we actually got you real lunch. And he comes in and he gets clean food. Oh, clean So food. he's eating clean. You I'm sitting there, I got dirty. cake. Like I pushed the cake to the side. I'm like, oh I felt God. so fucking, I'm like, and this guy used to hang with Yokozuna. So maybe I shouldn't right. care, but right. I'm like, should I be eating all that? Like I'm scarfing down pizza. I got like a plate full of pizza. Shit, maybe you should have sat on the other side. Right. I wish I was Those thinking, guys were chowing down. But every time he told the story, like he would turn and like grab me. Or, yeah. So like, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh, what was he? So he's, he's talking about Owen Hart. He's talking about, um, British Bulldog and, and a lot of road ribs and, uh, Okay. Uh, you know, being on the road. Where, where did he get his favorite ribs? Road ribs. Uh, Smoked. Montreal. In Montreal. Yeah, Montreal. Okay. Nova Scotia. It was Nova Scotia. Yeah. Well, what's the best stories? Well, he talks about, like, he's like, man, I was a really shy kid. Like, he talks about growing up. He's like, he grew up in Germany. Okay. Like, he's, you know, his dad was like an army base guy. All right. And, uh, he, he he talked about, like, he was just really shy and, like, he, he, he remembers going to his first wrestling match and, you know, he still has the. I've heard this story before. He still has the program. He still has somebody's hair. Does he really from it? It was, it was like a hair match. He picked up like a clip of hair, put it in the program. That's still hilarious. has that. Like just fell in love with wrestling, and he did it just to get girls. And um, dang, he's like, I've always been shy with women. Still am. Um, and yeah, he he told a lot of good stories, and I had one, and I completely fucking lost it. I'm trying to think what it was. Um. But he, he talked more about the wrestling side and, and the bookings and, you know, that he was the one he talked about the big guys and the way they punch. And oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And one of the most profound things he said was um, he's like, hey, man, he's like, I'm clean right now. But uh, he's like, if I could prove it to myself that I could stay clean, he's like, what I want to do is go to the performance center and uh, no offense to the trainer there now, but the next crop is all big guys. And he doesn't yeah. know what it's like to be six seven. He's like, I want to go. I want to go train that that group of kids. Yeah. So, huh? It'd be good if he could. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that he he wants to do it. They're just he. You always hear about a setback here and there, right? With him, he he. So both him and and by setback, like he'll just have a night at the bar drunk. Yeah, I think he's been good for a while. So then now. he seems to come back pretty good. Yeah. And. He's notorious for kind of being at a, a kind of a prick. Everybody who saw him said this guy was nothing but nice really? the whole time. Like if you ran into him in a hallway, he would take a picture with you. Oh, like he wasn't, he wasn't an ass about anything. He was in a really good, positive place. Good. And uh, even in the beginning, though, he did say, he's like, man, they don't give you guys drinks. Right. He's like, man, it's, not, it's good for me that you guys don't. But like, wow. Yeah, no shit. That's funny. So, um. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of some stories. I mean, a lot of them were shit you've heard before. You know, Owen Hart. Uh, oh, one of my favorite moments is the kid next to me goes, what's your favorite Merle Haggard song? Oh. And now you're in my wheelhouse. Now yeah. a little Al's like, yay! You're happy about the guy and you're allowed uh, to ask him that question. Oh, my God. So I turned to the guy right afterwards. I'm like, you like country music? I'm like, right on, man. He's like, yeah, I'm from Oklahoma. I'm like, I got it. I like you. So, uh... 
<laughs> you didn't say it like that, did you? You might have to be quick, you know. I, I like you, man. Yeah, all right. It might sound weird. Your music's so cool. <laughs> I gave him the too sweet. It was awesome. <laughs> so badass. He's like, he thinks about it for a minute. And he's like, misery and Jen, and then he starts singing it. Hall. Yeah. Oh, so I know. join right in. No. And starts singing along, and he like looks, you know, he looks at me, and we we, we finish nah, the verse. you guys didn't do it. So I sang misery and Jen with Scott Hall. <laughs> uh, you joined in. I'm impressed. So I think I'm officially a member of the Wolfpack now. Okay. All right, my man. Ow! So that's the end of your Saturday. Yeah. And and you missed out on a couple of things. You got to do some pretty great things. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So then, so after the show is the after party. And after the after party, it's the hotel lobby. Okay, yeah. So we did all in. Which yeah. we'll talk so, about all yeah. in later. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah, I dropped you back off in time for the after party. Right. What was with the after party there? It ended hard at, like, 1.00. Okay. Now, mind you, I didn't know that. I found that out later. Oh, that's I walked in, and I'm like, I don't want to be here. Sure. So there were two sides, and there was a rope splitting them, like the VIP section and the regular section. Right. Well, they had more bars on the VIP side, but everybody was VIP. So that section was packed. Sure. And then our side, there was, was, you know, you had elbow room. The bars were empty. You weren't VIP for this? No. Okay. But I think all you do is they basically stare and look at the VIP side, and then there's a band or whatever. But I was like, I want to go to bed. Okay. Like, I, I ordered a pizza. Food was on its way. So you went upstairs early. <coughs> yeah. Did you catch any stories from that? Did um, anything neat happen? Like, did Bischoff get really drunk? Did anybody? It was like a fun party, and then everyone moved it to the lobby because they cut it so quick. Okay. So then everyone just chilled in the lobby. And they were allowed to night. chill in the lobby? Yeah, but, you know, there was like, no, people were passing around bottles, and it okay. sounds like it was a good time, and that's I, that's probably the thing I would have wanted to have done the most, but sure, I was beat. I like sitting down with alcohol. Yeah. I'm just going to say. Um, so I go to sleep. Next morning is the Kodabushi. I rush downtown, uh, or not, uh, the, uh, Oma- the Okada. Right, Okada. Okada. You, had, you had to head back into the city there. I, I packed up. I got to there sleep in. Fullerton. I got to sleep in because of the... Uh, oh, because of the mix-up. And then I had bought... That I, was a costly sleep-in, though. It cost you to sleep in, didn't it? Well, I emailed the organization. Starcast. Which they offer no refunds. I emailed them. I explained because of the Kenny Omega line, I, I lost out on these other two. And it wasn't your fault it had to be rescheduled, but it wasn't my fault that that line was so long. Sure. Um, you know, here's the barcodes, numbers, whatever you could do, I'd be greatly appreciated. Uh, two days later, no, no email response. I was thinking, well, maybe I'm going to do a follow up because right. now I'm getting a little agitated. If you would have sure. said something saying, "Hey, we're sorry," then at least I, it'd be over. But right. leaving me hanging. Yep. And then Wednesday, there were two refunds issued. Okay. No, no email back. It was just like, here's the refunds. I'm like, wow. Oh. So class. That's act. great. Awesome. Yeah. That's so, good to hear because. Uh, that's a concern. It was $200. Right. You know, that's a lot of money. Sure. So, yeah, I was really happy that happened. Uh, of course. The Okada thing was really cool. Uh, Tiger Atori, who was at the show the night before, the referee. Oh, yeah. Looks like Miyagi. He was standing there, but he had, like, the cool, like, dark circle, like, Asian gangster glasses. Like, every Asian in a gangster movie okay. yeah. has. And yeah. He just looked like a badass with a ponytail. I wanted to ask him so much for a quick selfie, but you could tell he was just, sure. like, out of respect, I did Okay. Um. Okada was really cool. cool. Did, he, did he get a long line? Yeah, I bought these these uh, VIP passes, which got you near the front. 
Okay. Which really worked out great. I yeah, especially like since hours. you didn't have to rush to get there. They rush you through first line to take pictures. Once pictures are over, you, you got to check out of the hotel and then come in. Yeah. So you were heading home. I was anyway. heading home. It was on your way home. It was perfect. Pretty much. That's fantastic. Um, you do the picture first, then you circle around and you come back for an autograph signing. And he took a break in there, which made things longer. But like, yeah, I got up. It was very pro wrestling tees did a really nice job, and I thought they'd fuck it up, and they didn't. They, they did. It was perfect. That's good to hear. Um, yeah, quick done and out, and then that was a sarcast. All so, right, yeah. Yep, all in. So, yeah, uh, just to bring it back a little bit to the other night when we were talking about all in, uh, we brought up a lot of things, our experience that we rolled in with plenty of time. We, I was a little concerned that there might be some weather to wait outside in. There was an email sent beforehand. Right. Uh, didn't have to wait outside pretty much at all. Got right in. We went and found our seats. Then, uh, then we went to go grab some food shortly thereafter. We were there about an hour before the show. Yeah. Uh, the set was as big as any Monday Night Raw set that I've seen over at the uh, Rosemont Horizon All-State Arena. Absolutely. It was professionally done. It was really good to see. That's the first thing that took my breath away. Yep, yep, yep. I didn't catch that the ring set all in. You know, like people watching at home, they saw that the whole time. Because we, we walked in on the floor level. Because you I scared us down, down the upstairs. wrong side? Remember that? Yeah, but we I got, saw it at that point. But we got to experience it all. See, you wouldn't have gotten to see it at that point. Yeah. If I no, you gave, us, you gave us that tour. I wanted tour us guide. to see it from all angles. Oh, you were all in. I dug it. Did you feel all in after that? I did. How many angles did you get to that? Yeah, you're welcome. 360. You're welcome, my friend. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. We were second row on the corner. If you watched all in, which you probably did if you're listening here, we were behind where the announcers were sitting and where the ring bell was. Yeah. <clears throat> kind of on the corner. Right. Second row. Behind the tallest guy in the room. Six. The, the tallest four. non-performer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a nightmare. Anyway. Jeez. You can spot us clearly, though, when they do the uh, the fat-ass masa. Yeah, I threw up a two-sweet. I'm the guy wearing the uh, the Zubas. I got the pile driver shirt. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Brandon's next to you. Right. Yeah. And then some he- guy cuts in on our shot. Son of a bitches. Who do they think they are? I don't know. I, I sent you a screenshot, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Had to. Come on. Uh, we thought we were going to be on the camera the whole time. I did, too. It was, I thought we'd get a shot. Yeah, no. That, uh, it was on other places. We yeah. weren't, maybe, we weren't as lively. We were what are you talking about? I don't know. I was into that show. I was into it. I lost my voice. Uh, I do know that we spoke about Cody, the Cody match yeah. on the last show, but we had to cut it out, I think, pretty much before... You mentioned the oh no we we talked a little bit about how the win was surprising, not surprising but when it happened I wasn't it was that roll up yeah the roll up was really fun it was old school the match felt very eighties yeah and I've never been in I don't know how to say this I've never I've I've been in a lot of great matches many five star matches yes according to Meltzer in the WWE which is insanely rare you know Hart Austin Hart uh, Owen wow yeah um. There's one other one. Bret Hart, Owen Hart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so I've seen a lot of cool shit. Right. And I've seen audiences behind one guy. I saw it with Hulk Hogan. Right. I saw it with Steve Austin. And Cody is not that guy to me where, like, when I was going to this show, I I wanted to see this match. I was excited for this match. And I thought the history part of him winning the title would be a cool moment. 
But after the weekend, after getting sucked in by their energy and it, what a good job they did up until that point, yeah. I wanted to see Cody win that title. And everybody in that arena wanted to see Cody win Absolutely. that title. And when he did, I mean, there was an explosion. It caught people off guard, so it wasn't the big, but it was like, it was a slow roar. It was like, sure. And yeah. then everybody came alive, and everybody was standing. There was uh, tears in their eyes. Uh, Elizabeth was sweeping. Every, every, everybody <laughs> was uh, had a Brandy moment was. there. Yeah, it was fantastic. Well-told story, and that arena was, you are correct, man. We were behind it. Everybody was pumped when yeah. it happened. Like, holy shit. It was like being in, a, a, like being in the theater during a Rocky movie. Everyone Cody knows can. Rocky's yeah. going to win. Everyone wants to see yes. Rocky win, but is he going to? And for those of you that watched at home, like watching that playback, it looked badass. Yeah. Like, it, it was legit. It was really fantastic. Well done. Well told the story. Uh, that match was 22 minutes long. Uh, one of the longer matches of the night. Coming up after that in a Chicago street fight, my friend. Oh, yeah. Uh, Adam, uh, Hangman Page, and uh, Joey Janela with Penelope Ford. Yeah. Which, the by the girl. way, she was a hell of a performer. Oh, my God. My Gorgeous. So they open up with the, the whole, from the episode of Being the, the Elite, right? Isn't that what it was from? Right. The uh, murdering of... The murdering uh, of Joey Ryan, Joey not Ryan. Joey Janela, because Joey Ryan was dead. Right. Of course, as we know. Joey Ryan was doing meet and greets. At Starcast, the ghost, but it was the ghost of sure, of course, yeah. the ghost was. You there. can meet the ghost of Joey Ryan. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, but Hangman killed him with a a phone with a phone, but he had a boot that talked to him as well. Right, both of which made their way into the match. Into the match, it was a. I've gone back and watched it because a lot of times those street fights are hard to see with, unless sure. you get the perfect. Because yeah, they're all seat. over the place. They're all over. You can't yeah. see something. So. I went back and watched it, and, man, they really did a good job of mixing violence, comedy, and story. Great. Like, and, and mind you, Adam, Hangman Page is 21 years old. That's a uh, kid. Yeah, he's like 25, 26. Are you sure? Yeah. You looked it up? He's young. That, that's young. Well, that is young, but I thought he was really young. He's not a young buck. Well, those guys are actually old bucks now. They're getting there. Actually, they're all still, like, in the prime. But, uh, yeah, really good show. Um, he was born in 91. I'm not going to do math. He's so 27. 27. Okay. So he's old. That's not that old. It's still like rookie years in wrestling. Sure, sure. All right. So anyway. Wrestler peaks at 37. Yeah, I thought they did a fantastic job. Yeah. With it. With the, uh, with the story. He wins. Right. After... Uh, Oh, he he went crazy and he and he hit a woman. He jumped on a woman, right? He did. She did some cool matrix. He got shit. a couple asshole chants out of that. He beat the hangman. Did oh, she did some really cool shit. She had her moments where she beats the hell out of him. She jumped off the rope onto him on a table. Yeah, didn't she? yeah, she did. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, she was really cool. And uh, yeah, well, you know those are guys. Penelope Ford. All right, both those guys are guys you walked into. You might have known some of their names. I've I've heard of Pinello, I've heard of the bad boy, Joey Janela before. Yeah, me too. But I haven't really watched a lot of his right, work. Right. I know Hangman Page because of New Japan. Yeah. I've seen a lot of his work in uh, Ring of Honor as well. I like him. I know I'm on his bandwagon. I see why he's a guy WWE really wants. So 
after the match, something somewhat familiar that I've seen before in professional wrestling, well, the lights went black. Let, let first talk about that sick bump that ended the match off the, the ladder. Oh, yeah. In, like the back, the neck thing. It was brutal. It was not fun. No. Like, it, it, it worked. It was hardcore. They did it. Uh, so it seems like everyone's fine. So yeah, now Paige wins and something. Uh, go ahead, you were yeah, very familiar feeling to us uh, in the wrestling world. Right, the lights go out, purple lights come up, the music, who you know, some very smoke, death, smoke, not death music, but you know, the angels are kind of yeah, lightly speaking in the black back, and out walk the henchmen, the six. Well, first the video plays. Oh yeah. And it's just the dead Joey or I'm sorry, uh, Joey Ryan with the right. sheet over him. Oh, that's right. And then slowly, like just like uh, somebody else we've seen before, there was a rise. Something came to life. Only it wasn't quite yeah. the guy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm telling you. It was just Packer. Now, His dick went up. A year ago, two years ago, when I first started seeing about this guy, I'm like, no, no way. This I'm is office. Like this. Yeah. I would never like uh-uh. it. This shit starts happening at all in, and I'm. I'm in. I'm in. I agree. <laughs> I, I enjoy why. the story. I have no idea why. So in walk the six. Rest in penis. Yeah, rest in penis. That's the best send off of all time. Yeah. Like they must have been happy as shit. Oh yeah. Uh, it was fantastic. They come to the ring. Of course, he he beats him with his famous dick flip. Well, yeah. So the the dick druids come from the back. Yeah. And then he comes out and he walks through the dick druids like Taker. Right. Comes to the ring and meanwhile, it hang might man, have been lollipop. Hangman Page is... Oh, no, those were clearly dicks. As a matter of fact, they ordered them off of Amazon. Right. Um, so... Do you know that? Yeah, uh, one of the Young Bucks, like... Oh, I never would have guessed ordering 12 dick uh, costumes off Amazon would have been a thing, but sure was. That's amazing. Oh, because people were like, they were blaming Joey Ryan for that. And he's like, no, you can blame me. I'm the one who ordered the, the dick druids. Oh, blaming? Like, people were pissed? Some people... There were people who were pissed about the dick humor in the show. Yeah, whatever. And I'm like, number one, this uh, this shouldn't be for the kids. Right. Like, Yeah, the kids be. aren't watching this. I don't think it's that offensive. Kids can't watch. But let's have a product that's for I little older people. A kid. Yeah, young class. Me, I yeah. mean, 13, 13 plus. 12 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can handle it. Yeah. So, um, number know. two, I appreciate the balls. Even if I wouldn't have liked this and thought it was stupid, which I didn't. I appreciate the balls they had to actually go ahead and do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Like, this is their first pay-per-view, and they got dudes dressed as dicks carrying another guy away. It was ridiculous. Yeah, so Joey Ryan comes in. He's licking the lollipop. It's ridiculous. He puts oil over himself. And meanwhile, Hangman Page is selling it like he's seeing Undertaker. His eyes right. are popped oh, yeah. out. He's his selling mouth it like is open. Like, he's never seen anything like this. And, and Joey Ryan. either. Something that didn't play out as well on TV with it was him dropping the lollipop into his pants. Like, he just oh, barely yeah, caught yeah. the end of it, and then him pulling it. Then you just see it at the end. He puts it in, that in he his puts mouth. It in his mouth, but you didn't catch the other no, part. that's funny. But anyway, before, he puts he, he drops it into his pants, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, like yeah he, he has a lollipop. Him he's in there, licking straight the whole up, time. he's a porn star. He takes the time the whole time while Adam Page is selling it. Like, it's like, normally you would just go in and beat his ass. Right. But Joey Ryan sells it. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's seen a he ghost. Does, he does his character. He's seen a ghost. Right. The man's Joey a dead Ryan, man. Yeah, right. He's back from the dead, and he's just eating it up. Then right away, right into that old dick flip. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He does that dick move where he. The whole crowd helps him channel it. Yeah, he, just, <laughs> he channels it. There's an energy to it. Oh no! And then they take him away. Yeah, they carry him the away. Druids. The, the dick druids. 
And that's we, when the chant of rest in penis just flows through. Wow. That I give I give Joey Ryan. I give him credit. Because how he pulls it off. Yeah. He so, he'll never pull it off on WWE, but he doesn't. Clark, you stop talking about Joey Ryan and pulling it off. All right. So we could go on then to the Ring of Honor uh, World Championship. Uh-huh. The singles match featuring. Another... Okay, go ahead. Yeah. The winner of the Battle Royal, right? The over-the-budget Battle Royal from the WGN America 5 p.m. time slot. Uh, the winner was Flip Gordon, who had uh, the surprise entrance, of course, because he was all out, but now he was all in. And was it Brandon who was up getting something uh, at the T-shirt shop right then? Somebody, maybe somebody sitting next to us, and they said as soon as he won, yeah, they immediately, as soon as Flip won the Battle Royal, they immediately put up the shirts. Selling the oh. all like with the out crossed out wow and all in like immediately I didn't even they were on top wow. of that shit brilliant brilliant Those stuff young bucks so it was against uh, Jay Lethal uh, Black Machismo yeah Jay Lethal who came out as his Macho Man character right with the brother of the Macho Man the Gene Possible the genius came out throwing uh, throwing frisbees as the genius did <laughs> right which makes so much sense that a genius would be throwing frisbees. But it boggles the mind. It's we didn't get a poem, which was disappointing. I loved that character as a kid. I did too. It was one of my favorite heel characters. He'd come out with like the graduation outfit. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Which is funny in itself because his brother's theme song is graduation. The graduation. Music. Music. Those pop. Those popo boys. And They're their, brilliant. Their education. And not, lots of shout outs. He must I've live around the, Ameri- the Italian American. Uh, yeah, he does. I because they grew up around Downers him. Grove. Yeah. Uh, the Italian American uh, Hall of Fame, right down uh, down on Taylor Street. Well, Bruno San like Martino. It's here in Chicago. They yeah. have one, and uh, they got some Macho Man stuff and some of the Poffo family. Oh yeah, like it's good shit. You know his dad, Angelo. Yeah, he was the guy in the comic books doing the sit-ups. Unreal. Yeah, he set like the Guinness World Record of most consecutive sit-ups. So not the comic books, but in the Guinness Book of World Records. No, Record. no, no. Do you remember in the back of the comic books, they'd run little comics of, like, the Guinness Book? Like, no. Lanny Poffo did. Angelo Poffo holds the Guinness Record of most. That's how they would sell the things. Oh, that's great. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, what do you think of this match? What do you think of the presentation? I loved seeing the genius. Me too. I loved uh, uh, Jay Lethal as Macho Man. The wearing, genius seemed happy to be there. Wearing the, yeah, he did. And getting that love from the crowd was nice, too. Definitely. Because he never really got that. Um, and Flip Gordon, uh, in, in Ring of Honor, he has something going on with Brandy Rhodes. Yeah, yeah. Their she, friends. she, like, manages him, which is why she's Cody's jealous. So she's out there for the second time. Yeah. She's like, if... Uh, she only took a match off. Right. Yeah, she's back out. New outfit, the, the Army outfit. Brandy Rhodes is a beautiful woman. Gorgeous. Yeah. Drop dead. Absolutely. Gorgeous. Um, yeah, a little, that's one uh, critique I guess I would make. She just got like elbow. I guess she was up after that match. Yeah. She, she got couldn't have up. sold it cause she had to sell that other moment. Sure. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> new outfit in this one, but the best is Jay lethal. Totally going macho man with yeah. Elizabeth and bringing her, her over. Like did it verbatim as you remember it. Cause he, it seems like he did it all the time. Uh-huh. Cause we knew it. Oh, it was fantastic. And then he like, he, he kept going. Like, yeah. He did. It, he gave it another try. There another one. Well, Macho Man used to take Miss Elizabeth and just set her in one corner and be like, "Don't right. move from here, because you're gonna get hurt." But then she'd like you slowly creep to the, you know, and start getting more by the apron. This is a man's job. That's a man's job, right? 
and then he'd stop in the middle of a match and like re reset yeah. her yeah. over there. <laughs> but very macho man and lethal played the part. Yeah. We got an elbow drop. I loved it. I, I think the tribute, the homage, having macho man's brother, that's all fantastic stuff for this show. Yeah. And, and then in a hole, then bully Ray comes out, right? Oh, that's right. He goes, he starts flipping out on somebody. I think it's Flip Gordon. Yeah, he starts beating on Flip Gordon. Because they had ended the match together. Right. And then Colt Cabana came back out, who was well, there. Well, first the genius f- tries to step in the way. Oh, yeah, he yeah, just yeah, hits, yeah. knocks him in the balls. Yeah, that didn't work out. And so the genius flew out of the ring. Took him a minute to get he was out of practice. You no, know, I thought old. he looked good. Yeah, he, he didn't look terrible. He was built really well. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Those, He's a big son of a bitch. Papos, so, man. Yeah. Uh, so that's going on, and then Colt comes to save the day, right? Right. Hometown, Colt Cabana. Yeah. Not one CM Punk th- chant through the whole show. Which even is amazing. Here, which was fucking great. We got, speaking of which, uh, on the Facebook Live version of this, yeah. uh, Colt Cabana is currently laying on CM Punk in there. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Wow, look at you. Uh, he's, sti- he's standing up make, on him. Make, I like it. I make got him on the ground. Yeah. I see it. Because, of course, he ended up screwing over Colt Cabana after the whole... Uh, lawsuit issue, and both both those figures have like the perfect pose for uh, Absolutely. the situation. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he saved the day. He got he got a big pop too. Yeah. Colt, Colt getting great pops. wasn't a, That wasn't a great match. It was fun though. Sure, it was fun. Yeah, that's about the, that. The, they're kind of in that comedy mode right now, coming out of the to the hardcore into this. So, before the show, we were talking about. Uh, Pentagon Jr. and Kenny Omega's match. And you would wonder just how, or you said it, you're like, the only concern that there would be would be how hard is the IWGP champ going to go right. for this thing? Uh, which is a concern for any champ that's wrestling yeah. in something like this, I would say. Like, how much are you going to put on the line? Right. And then Pentagon Jr., who we had seen down on Cicero, in Cicero, in the, in the Cicero Event Center. <laughs> we did, yes. Uh, at a Lucha show. With he Hazel. Like, he was in a six-man tag. Hazel was there. Yeah. Still. Uh, Pre-Hazel. Pre-Hazel. She was. But she was present. Yeah. Like, she had been in the oven already. Yeah. Like, she, yeah. Yeah. She was there. Which was scary because we were front row and people were flipping out of the ring and we hadn't told you yet. Like we had yeah, no, anybody. I had no idea what was going you on. You and Eric were there, no a idea. A lot of luchador action flying at us. Fun lucha show, just too long. We should have gotten there later. Yes, we should have. Yeah. Anyway, so we'd seen Pentagon Junior there, but then Kenny Omega, like this is the opportunity. It's there's a good chance it's the closest I'll ever be to a Kenny Omega match. Who is currently, I got to see the guy who is the hottest thing going. He's the number one right. pro wrestler in the world. And not in an exhibition, which is what I was concerned it would be. Right. Like, they 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 went went. at it. Yeah. 17 minutes worth, man. Almost 18 minutes. The thing I like about Kenny Omega matches is, uh, especially, like, guys like you, you know, first time or second time you've seen them, you know, when when I talk them up, I I mean, I I refer to them as, like, Michael Jordan of uh, wrestling. Yes, you do. And I think when people hear that, they expect more. And when they're sitting there and you start watching a Kenny Omega match, they tend to start a little slow yes. and kind of jokey and kind of, you know, there's taunting and, and it's not what you expect. And I think everyone always gets ready to be let down. Right. And then all of a sudden you're like, um, you snap and you're like, holy shit, I'm into this match. Now they're having, yes. Like, they're oh my God, who is going to win? Yes. And I, that doesn't happen a lot in wrestling for me anymore. 
where I, I get agree. invested in matches like that. Right, right. You know, it did happen in the Cody match. Um, it's tough for me to, to 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 get caught up in it. You know, yeah, to not be watching it like from the the outside the fourth wall. But they do it. They did it. It was fan fantastic. A very good time. And we, I mean, you you said it beforehand. You're like, there's no way he's losing. Yeah, like he's not. No, Pentagon impressed me. Uh, yeah, which of course it. I mean, it seems like it's going to happen. That he was like too low. I don't know what he was. He had like the whole hand thing. The crowd knew what was going on. M low. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I did, I knew you didn't know. We didn't know. Penta L zero M mm. is what he goes by. I guess, huh? Yeah, I guess. But he's probably WWE. That's the word. The word is that's the case. That was fantastic. And did you know uh, Phoenix is his brother? Was in the main yes, event. Yes, yes, and he's supposed to be going as well because yeah, yeah. Ray's going. Right, right. That's what they keep saying. Right, but it hasn't happened yet. Think. Um. Anything else from this match? It, I was honored to be able to watch it, to be there. He uh, he had one spot. Oh, he had a few on spots, the edge, jumping. Oh, on the edge. Whew. Yeah. Ow. Uh, jumping out of the ring, man. He gets air. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even from our seats, you if did. You, if you saw, like, my Instagram or even on the Larcher and Lawrence page, I, I had a couple of the pictures of him just. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, from our seats, we had a great view of it, even with the dog eye in our right. way, because, yeah, excellent point. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's special seeing Kenny Omega matches. So and I, another, I something that's maybe a little more special is seeing Okada. Yeah, that I mean, it is getting to that point where, because I don't think Omega, I, I don't know if I'll ever see him again. Omega is the bigger legend. Like Omega to me is the best in the world. But if he goes to WWE, if he, you're going to see him, right, right, and you're going to watch him grow, which is going to be fun. Where Okada, yes, how much are they going to be in the U.S.? I mean, he he's starting to come here more and more. Sure, I mean, there's money here, so right. I don't know. Would he sign? I don't know, man. I don't think so. He is the. Would they be able to use him right? So Okada, if you don't know, Okada is basically. He's the star of the New Japan brand. Yeah, do you have a comp um, from the WWE? I don't know. Roman Reigns, only likable. Okay, all right. He, I mean, the, the he's brand the guy. It's built around him, but he yeah. is probably the best wrestler I would in the say. world. It took Kenny Omega his fourth match to win the title from him. Is that yeah. right? Who we just said is the best. Right. So that that's who this that's who Okada is for those of you who don't know. Yeah, and it, their feud was like Steamboat Flair, good. Yeah. So, um, Every match this guy's in, it doesn't matter who it is, uh, Okada tends to have five-star matches. A lot of people wondered why uh, his opponent was there. Bullet Club, the villain club. Right. Marty Skrull. Marty Skrull, uh, he was... uh, He won some matches to to get the opportunity, and it was a dream match where, in New Japan, they're in different weight classes, so they probably wouldn't tangle. Right. So this was a, a way to have it. So, uh-huh. and that was the story they told. Right. Marty Skrull is too small to be able to beat right. Okada, but Okada is the best wrestler in the world on top of it. But can he hang with him? And Okada's had a couple losses since he lost to Omega. Yeah. Like he's really he was struggling, having a bit of a hard time. Went on a losing Handle streak it. in the G1. Dyed his hair, started carrying a balloon around. Started coming with balloons. Yeah. So that's who he is. But he'd won a couple. Yeah. Right. Uh, and now. Against Marty Skrull, it's like he's probably going to get this win, but I I don't know. I think the match played out very well, and I think that uh, Marty held his own. Shocking mm-hmm. to everybody in attendance. Uh, 
special referee, Tiger Hitori. That was right. The legendary uh, Japanese. He's like they're all happening over Japan. That was fantastic. He, he's, the, he's the referee. Guy, he looks, if you ever watch New Japan, you see a guy refing who's like 70 and looks like Mr. Miyagi. Yes. That's him. Yes. We never really talked too much about Earl Hebner in the NWA match, but now that you're bringing him oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably shouldn't have been on the mic like that. Maybe somebody should have held one away from him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it just sounded like you were peeking in. Yeah. But it was nice to hear him talk, and it was great to see him. He, he may have been a step behind, but yeah, he got it. It was he, still, He's good. It was seeing a legendary record. Seeing a legendary. And he wasn't, too, he wasn't awful. You know what I mean? Like a lot of guys that age... Yeah. You're like, ah, you just, you're not keeping up. All right. So also nice to see Tiger there. Right. Yeah. Like you'll never see Tiger He's again. great. They're great. He's great. There's your throwback. Um, everyone wanted red shoes, but Tiger is, you'll see red shoes. Red shoes got a chant. Yeah, Even I didn't like that. There. Ooh, sorry. They announced, they're the one loud lady. They announced who the officials were going to be. Right. Don't chant another ref's name when another ref's in the ring. Shoot. I agree. You know. But it was nice we had a surprise rap. Anyways. Todd, so, Todd was there. Todd was there. And I yelled, you were getting a bear, I What did you yell? I yelled, don't fuck this up, Todd. Oh, I was there. And he turns and he's, what, he's like, he's that's like, not nice. No, that's not nice. He plays with the crowd so well. And he did. He did a really good job. Yeah, he did. He did props, a fine job. Props to Todd. Have you heard any more on the Sinclair? Uh, no, no. He was there. I the should thought? have asked him. You should have asked him. Yeah. He was at the uh, Starcast? Yeah, you could have done a picture with him, which I really oh. wish I would have done. That could have cost Hebner. that much money. No, it was one of like, I, I could have done it. He's a Ring of Honor ref, and we saw him at the War of the Worlds. Oh, so I walked downstairs. This is going back to Starcast a second. I know we're okay. like over on time here. No, we're I, good. I walked downstairs, and uh, sitting at a table is Briscoe and Patterson. Holy shit. And oh, like, yeah, you had a picture with him. Yeah, I'm like, oh, man, I don't care what this costs. This is... Uh, what did it cost? I think it was 50 for the both of them. Oh. Which was fine. I thought they'd try to get, like, 100. No. Autograph picture. They're both very old. They no longer travel with WWE? Are they even with them? They, they, they pop in and out. Well, okay. I asked Briscoe. I go, hey, Brisk, are you still uh, are you still a talent scout for yeah. WWE? He's like, oh, yeah, not this weekend, though. I'm off this weekend. Sure. I'm just here having fun. Uh-huh. Total Texan, total like, ah, oh, those were the days. And then I asked, uh, I'm like, hey, Patterson, I'm like, you ever do any? I'm like, number one, I work at this karaoke bar down by Wrigley Field. If you ever want to come in and sing some Sinatra, you know, you're more than welcome. To, oh, yeah, it's okay, very nice, very nice. And then uh, I'm like, hey, do you ever do any uh, Louis Prima? He's like, oh, no, but I saw Louis, very sweet man. Many a times I saw Louis oh. Prima. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good conversations. Anyways, back oh, to the show. I love it. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed the Okada match. Just seeing him. Do you know they went for twenty six minutes? Yeah, that's a big controversy. Why? How long they did the Young long? Bugs match go? They went over. They went over. And I guess if you listen to it, and I haven't listened with sound on yet, you could hear like the referees like, "Hey, yeah, Okada, end it, end it." Oh wow! And both of them have said they were told to go as long as they needed to. Um, okay. And Okada was having fun, and he wanted to tell an Okada match. Oh. And uh, Okada was calling it. So, I mean, maybe you say Okada's a diva. Like, there know. is kind of that. It's That was kind of rude. I mean, he is Okada. But, yeah, maybe maybe he's pissed that he's not in the main event. No, I think he knew he was getting TV exposure in America. Sure. And uh, 
I mean, that was a good match. That was probably the match of the night. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I did. Absolutely. You know, I mean, Okada went full force. That wasn't a half-assed match. So oh, I got I to gotta, I gotta watch it again. Matter of fact, the next night, huge bruise on his neck. Oh, wow. When I went to get the picture with really? him. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. There's another guy who went for it. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. Going a little long, yeah, kind of a dickish move. Uh, br- we're Chicago guys. Brian Erlacher's speech in the Hall of Fame. Like, I heard him on the radio earlier yeah. that day. He's like, I get 20 minutes. I'm not going over. I can't thank everybody, and that's the worst thing. And then he mentions that in his speech as well. He sticking to it, especially a year going in with Ray Lewis. Like, you no know, Lovey Smith, though. No, he never thanked Lovey. Interesting. Really? I thought so. He did not? I don't think he did. Wow. I think he, Babbage and, but I Babbage. only mentioned, uh, I don't remember when Babbage him? got a shot at the, uh, defensive coordinator gig. Oh yeah. Great linebacker. Great coach. linebacker. Great coach. linebacker coach. Had nothing Life to do changing with for who he had. Yeah. Uh, so no, Erlanger liked him. Uh, you want to go to the main event then? Or, I yeah. Mean, I kind mean, of already what, there. Did, uh, how beautiful is an Okada drop kick? Pretty amazing. Like yeah. he, it looks great. From the, I mean, a lot of the times there are things that don't look great from the second row. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I can't say that. No, he takes Or Omega, heads off. to be honest. Like, they're that good. Yeah. It's that That's good. how everybody should be. What do you think of the Marty Scroll? Shh. Crack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the finger. The finger. The finger. It's pretty nasty, isn't it? Yeah. All right. All right. Wow. What else? What else? The Golden Elite. Yes. Defeated. Ray Mysterio and Phoenix and them for the championship, which we kind of been, mentioned. Right. Briefly. They didn't have much time at all. They went 11.48, but they had to finish it quick, as he mentioned afterwards, right? Yeah. Because afterwards, everybody who put it on came out to the ring and had a great celebration. That was really neat. That was really cool. No but one it, left. Nobody left. You mentioned it before, and then they mentioned it within a few minutes. Yeah. Up there, somebody mentioned that nobody had left. Uh, but they had to finish quickly. Like they were doing the spots off of the uh, the ropes, and they were just following one after another. Let's go, let's go. There let's was go. that moment in the match because they're still doing traditional pay per view, right? Where they need to end it before the the time. Yeah, which is what like nine fifty eight, I think. It wasn't quite ten on on the what I saw. There was a moment though where. Kota Bushi gets tagged in, and he's standing face-to-face with Rey Mysterio. And that's when the crowd lost it. Yes. Like, everyone was waiting for it. Yeah. And then we got a little taste of it, and it was fucking great. Got some great Rey stuff. Um, yeah, there were moments. But this could have been a match of the year. Like, right. There was, uh, so, Bandito is, like, the hottest thing in Luchador right now. Like he's the young next up and coming legend of Luchador wrestling. And the shit he could do is insane. And we only got a little taste of that. Then Ray Phoenix, of course, uh, Pentagon's brother, another great high flyer, probably, you know, one of the top five lightweights in the world right now in that Lucha style. He's going to WWE. uh, Sounds like with his brother, uh, that's Uh a heavy rumor on the street. Mysterio's yeah. following there. Rey Mysterio, the greatest legendary luchador since uh, the man of a million masks uh, back in the day. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So the potential was there, but they just didn't have that much they time. They didn't to have play that much out. time. And then you have the fucking the Jackson brothers who are insanely good. Yeah. Best tag team wrestlers in Real the world. Real fun. Kota yes. Bushi is probably the best middleweight wrestler. Yep. Absolutely. Like this had so much potential and we got fucked on it. I still had fun. Still great. Yeah. Still great. I had fun with it. And that's the insane fun. part. This show was so good that even though you, you lost out on your main event. Was it the Omega Pen? Of course, uh, Seth Rollins, Tyler Black, I'm pretty sure. And then uh, there was the one video tribute that Dustin did, Gold Dust, yeah. did to his brother. Very, uh, It looked personal. It looked like something that he recorded just for Cody. Sure. A lot of I loves you in there. It's fine. Classy. It was good to see the reception and, and a great job. All in two chants were happening, and they weren't too shy about saying that they've, they've been talking about doing a lot of things. So the next big thing on the somewhat indie scene, I guess, is uh, WrestleMania weekend, the Saturday night of NXT TakeOver in New York. For the first time, uh, Madison Square Garden's going to somewhat major promotions, right? It's a Ring of Honor slash New Japan show. Yep. That's that, like that's the next big thing. That that's uh, Is that going to be up to this level? Well, that's the interesting one where WWE is going to have a chance to make signings beforehand. Before it. And if they could steal some of that talent, man, you know, they might want to think about it. If not, yeah, it's going to be a great show. I'm happy. A lot of people in line for the Okada were from New York coming here. And Ah. they were talking about how excited they were to have that there. I don't think I'll be traveling to it. Yeah, the outside in New York is a little, I'm a little nervous about it. Yeah. But if they can do it there, can't they do it here? Sure. They could do another one here. They could do it at Soldier. What? WrestleMania. No. If they did WrestleMania, if they're doing it at the outdoor thing in New York. Yeah. What's the difference? There's a lake. There's an ocean. Right behind it. They get like cold. Like literally right behind it. They get our it. weather soon after. We have Canada uh, right next to Canada? us. They have Canada right next we to did. them. Our Canada's they're worse. Like right Canada. next to Canada. They have the same weather. It's bad Canada. They get hurricanes too sometimes. Well, not not me. You're talking about the future. I want to talk about the now. If you're if you are a fan of that style of wrestling and you want to see more, New Japan's only ten bucks a month. That's it. Less than that, and because of the yen conversion, um, mm-hmm. and you got all in the day after. Yeah, you did. This weekend, this I believe Saturday night. You, you definitely can watch it by uh, by Sunday morning. The forty two year old. Tamahiro Ishii, who in the G1, in the match I told Clark about 50 times to watch, 50, 60 times, him and Andrew, I told this man, watch this damn match. It was great. Over and over and over again. And did he? No. Never seen it. It was great. But in the match in the G1, Ishii beats Kenny Omega in an absolute fucking war. I mean, these guys, Kenny's lip gets ripped off. Blood is dripping down. They are punching each other. They're smacking. They're spitting in each other's faces. They're hitting each other as hard as they can in the face. These fuckers are going old school, big Van Vader-esque style. This weekend, for the IWGP heavyweight champion, the most important championship in the world, our Canadian friend, Kenny Omega, will defend his title 
against a 42-year-old madman, the Stone Pitbull, Tomohiro Ishii. So I can watch this Sunday morning? Yes. So as I'm preparing my fantasy football lineup to annihilate you in a fantasy football league, I can turn this on. My daughter and I can have our morning coffee. She can have her morning juice, her morning milk. She can watch a bloodbath. And we can throw this on. Hell yeah. It's going to be a bloodbath. Does Kenny, Kenny always has bloodbaths? No. No. I mean, and I'm, Kenny, go, Kenny always, if you smack Kenny in the face, he's smacking you back harder. Okay. Expecting you to hit him harder back. All right. And that's the way Kota Ibushi, see in Japan, Clark, they have something called uh, fighting spirit. And it's a, it's a dishonor. It's disrespectful not to go as hard as you can. And uh, and when it comes to being physical, when one person steps it up, the next person steps it up, and they it, it turns into a slugfest. And yes, it's a work. Yes, it's wrestling. We all know this. What? But it is going to be, it, it's a match that takes weeks to recover from because they beat the yeah. hell out of each other. Yep. And that's what's going to happen. Absolutely. I'd be shocked if Ishii wins. It seems like uh, an easy win for Kenny Omega, but it's New Japan. You don't know. It's fun to watch. And like I said, this is going to be an absolute war. So, All right. Well, I'm going to try to turn it on. Why not? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Why not? We'll see. And uh, that app works on things like the, uh, the Fire Stick. Perfect. Like it's there. Easy. It's a good one. Man... I had a fantastic time last weekend. I did, too. Uh, All In was fantastic. Seeing you, uh, listening to you talk about it here on the show uh, has been fantastic. Watching it happen on Instagram and through through some messages back and forth, chatting with you. It was nice. Thanks for letting me uh, experience it with you a little bit. It was a lot of fun. And yeah. I, hope, uh, I hope maybe you take some time away from Raw and put a little more time into New Japan. All right. Well, I haven't had much time for raw lately actually yeah, you well. spend a lot less time watching new japan than you can watch any wwe there you go i think that i think that's the plan um also a little tease for uh sports show this sunday the sports addict i suffered the worst weekend of football in my life since losing in high school football the final game in the playoffs dude i lost like eight hundred dollars yeah. In daily. Yep. I lost. But what about your year long? Three out of four year longs. Oh, man. I had my heart broken by the Chicago Bears in real life football. Yeah. And in my confidence pool, I had the Detroit Lions no, on Monday. No, God you didn't. damn it. Nothing went right, Clark. Nothing went right. It was right an out. absolute disaster of a oh, football week. And now you have to run up against me this week in fantasy football. Statistically, a better team. Jesus. It is. You do. I know. Yeah. I know. I can't help it. Only because this. you got what's I'm his really name. good at you this. Got Hill. Who's what's his name? Hill. What is it? Yes. You got Hill. Only because I drafted correctly. Only because I did what I was supposed to do in fantasy football. Yeah, you draft with my oh, style. Jesus. I, You know, this is two years ridiculous. ago, You Clark, draft with my style. Two years ago, I was the only guy drafting value-based drafting. Yeah. Now everybody is. Yeah, everybody So is. annoying. So you were the only one. You're a trendsetter. It was in my leagues, yeah. So then you got to get better. Oh, I'm already find two steps ahead thing. of you. Oh, are you? Then I am. How am I statistically better if you're two steps ahead of me right now? Well, first of all, you're trying to get me to change the waiver wire rules mid-season. Well, I know they're the same as yours. No, I'm not asking you to change mid-season. I'm okay. just saying next time we both should be conscious of what a shitty you waiver wire rule it is. I don't know if it's that shitty. Oh, it's terrible. It gives everybody a chance. 
bullshit. It doesn't. It doesn't. It gives the bottom chance. A little chance for a comeback. Everybody likes a good comeback. Wow, you are a Democrat. Everybody likes a good comeback. Share it, Al. You just got to share it. You're not sharing. Share it a little bit. You're sharing it. You're punishing the best. It's a little bit of Robin Hood. You're taking from the rich and giving to the poor. All right. Well, this is something we will be talking about next week. In fantasy when football year When do we do the show? Long. We got Hell in a Cell. What do we do? I don't know. Maybe we don't. We'll, we'll figure it out. We're going to do a show. Waiver wires, when, they, when the worst player gets the first pick of the waiver, is bullshit. Because How the guys who work? are top of the league, work? who are the best players, so you want them to have always no get the access best to anything you want to build them to always the future get the of their best team. players. That's ridiculous. You can't let them always get No, them. you have a fair system where they get their turn in line, and if they take it, it's just like anybody else. Okay. If they don't take it, you hold your spot till you use it. It right. makes so much more sense. Anyways, that's for another time. Thank you so much for listening Thank to you much. wrestling. Maybe we'll be doing a, 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 good time. a WWE one once a month, or maybe we'll do a wrestling one once a month. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd like that. It could be a mix, maybe, whatever's happening. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, right. time, uh, time uh, depending. Time on. Thanks for listening. All right. Be elite. Too sweet. Too sweet.